I'm live and then. Yeah, so let me know when you're live and then, you know. Um... Good. Live. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> I'm not an expert in football. I'm not an expert in football. Measurements. I can't hold on to football. What's so goddamn hard about holding on to it? What's so goddamn hard about touching a button? What's so goddamn hard? <laughs> Man, I'm tired today. No, dude. no worries, buddy. It's okay. No shade. Just shades. I got a lot of people coming over tomorrow to do work on the house and, uh, I had to go through uh, Jack's checklist with my wife, and then she's adding stuff on, and there's a bunch of people. I have, like, 10 subcontractors coming into the house tomorrow. So Your dad's going to love this talk because this is subcontractor talk, and that's his language. So he's going to be like, Michael, I really think the intro to your podcast was I was solid. It was it, it had its, it, its you know strong moments. So, you know, demographic-wise... The 70 and up, we're, we're killing it right now. I'm very excited about that. My dad, the other day, he met John Bradshaw, and they were so simpatico. It was crazy. Uh, he, you know, John Bradshaw manages, I don't know, 200 properties or something. He's got a pretty decent-sized property management company, and he um, knows, knows everything about houses. And, of course, right. you know, but for, in a different way than my dad does. Uh, you know, my dad can build a house. And uh, so I clued that into just like, you know, you can talk about anything with this dude. And then they got outside and they started talking grass. And John was so excited because. Two birds uh, of a feather right there, man. Yeah, they were like talking about rye grass and versus this other kind of grass. And I was just like, this is, I, this is crazy watching. Like, John was so excited. To like have a conversation. Jack, it holds its moisture. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were they had different perspectives on ryegrass. So I, I my gotta, dad hates. That's too much for me. I I bow out at grass. Well, I mean, I know certain type types of grass. Yeah, yeah. You have your you're an expert in, you know, um, kind of uh, the weedier kind of grass. Nuanced, nuanced grass. Yeah. You like that 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 weedy kind of grass. That's your kind of grass. Yeah. 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 You don't pass on grass. No. You don't pass on grass. I mean... I pass on grass, but you don't. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I'm not a sharer in general, so there's not a lot of passing that goes on. Yeah. But, you know. No, you, you just... It just pass, pass, hold... It goes to you. It's all hold. It's just Mel Gibson yelling, hold, hold. That's all it is. It's all full Mel. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So, yeah, here we are again, Fantasy Millionaires, getting ready to, to drop get it on. To get it on. Yeah, get it on in the draft sessions, our, our, our draft sessions, working on Working on all the things that we're going to be doing with this fine piece of broadcasting that we're going to we're going to give to the world, dude. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, we're, you know, helping uh, ourselves out in, in in many ways doing this kind of practice run week, um, just getting all the kinks fixed out and, and learning how to do this proper. Uh, but then also we're getting to talk about players that we're going to be drafting and, and 
speaking of that, uh, you know, we, we had some you know, talk lined up today. Um, we were going to talk about Lil Saquon, but uh, that all changed when uh, Damian Williams opted out today for the NFL 2020 season, which players are allowed to do. I'm not sure if it's up until the start of training camp. I'm not, I'm not sure if that extends a, a little bit into it if they hold out. I don't know, but uh, he is out for the season, and that means Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be the RB1 in Kansas City, uh, and the projections are wild. I think the last projection I had uh, saw he had 7,000 points projected. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a free-for-all right now. People are literally losing their S on Twitter. Um, Ian Harditz has five guys to draft ahead of him um, and then him. So, you know, to me, it's, it's a bombshell of a day. So we had to pivot. Who, who, who does he have drafting ahead of him? So Ian, Ian Harditz has, of course, you know, CMC. He has Saquon. He has Elliott. Uh, he has Derrick Henry. Uh, Alvin Kamara. And he said, that is it. He said, after that, you, you, don't, you don't draft anybody. You know, there's no one else. You don't draft Joe Mixon. You don't draft, um, you know, uh, Eckler. You don't draft Aaron Jones. Dalvin Cook. Miles Sanders. Nobody. Dalvin Cook. Oh, I think Dalvin Cook was in there as well. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Eckler. I left off Dalvin Cook. Austin Eckler. You don't draft you, – you draft Alvin Cook. So, I think it was Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Elliott, um, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry. That was it. So, he was number seven, I believe. So, I can actually pull it up. I'll pull it up and check for sure. But he's in He's in the yeah, top eight, to top seven. Against, yeah, that's what people are pushing him. I think – man, I, I – uh, so, what do you think? I mean – do you do you are you simpatico with that? Is that your your take? You think he's he's worthy of a first round and a you know? Let, let's just this is what we're gonna do in the podcast too. Um, our podcast is gonna be PPR. Oh. We're, we're when we go through round run, we can't we can't handle all the difference. You know, we're not gonna talk. Standard. Standard. <laughs> Our quarterbacks get I'm six sorry. points for throwing a touchdown. And, um, and the players go to real strip clubs, not none of those fake ones afterwards. I mean, not now because the bubble, but COVID pending, you know, none of the fake stuff. It's real. What's the fake strip clubs? Who goes to those? <laughs> I've yeah. only been to one myself. Uh, yeah, I was I was taken there by a friend uh, and. Uh, there's uh, there's there's no nudity, which is actually good. That's actually a good thing. Um, it's gross. Yeah, it's not good. We talked about that Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My head was down the whole time. I I just felt so. I was like, I'm not even. What am I doing? And uh, my friend was telling me, you know, God loves these these girls, and he does. It doesn't matter. You would. It, it, the, I don't think you'd feel any different in a real strip club. That's just a. It's just a weird place. Strip yeah. clubs. It's weird. It was it was so weird. I, I just felt so uncomfortable. Um, you know, I grew up with sisters, uh, you know, and, and a mom. And so, someone's, so that's someone's sister up there. Yeah, so I just I was just that's like looking hard. down. The, the the girls, you know, were were um not very close to us. I was in the back corner, uh, hiding and ashamed of my friend. Uh, better story though, as when we left the strip club, it's a true story, as we left the strip club. Thank God I got him out of there. He made us drink a beer. He's like, I'll buy you a beer. I said, good. Got it. Guzzled it and said, <laughs> let's go. We were there for like 15, 20 minutes. We leave the strip club. 
and um, there was a guy in front of us who had three watches on his hand. I thought it was unique. He had a lot of watches. Uh, and then behind us, as we kind of walked out, there was three other guys. Uh, as we're walking down the street, we get about a block away from the strip club. Right. You, you almost got robbed. Yes. This is this is yeah. So, this is exact. Yeah. This is leaving the strip club. So leaving the strip club. Um, you know, we're, I'm I'm sober. I've had a beer or two. I'm 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 upset. I'm unhappy. I'm I'm not drunk or anything. I'm just like this is stupid. Uh, I notice people because I want to leave. I want to get out of there. I want to get back to the safe side of Atlantic City, which probably doesn't even exist anymore. Um, but uh, at one point, if you were on the casino side, you were safe. If you cross one street over uh, into the strip club section, you were not safe. This was right near uh, Trump Plaza. You know, surprise, surprise. So. Um, you know, we, we get out a block on the unsafe side still. We haven't crossed over to the casinos. I think the Tropicana's over there near where we were. And um, as we walk, my friend's a little bit further in front of us, or my strip club, club guru, we'll call him. And uh, the guy says to him, he says, hey, man, what time is it? And I was like, that guy's got three watches on his hand. Like, that's the guy you go to to find out what time it is. He's asking me. I just felt so like something bad is going to happen in that instant. In that like one second, I look back over my shoulder and the three guys were rushing us. Me and my friend, my strip club guru, we bounded across the street in like a nanosecond. I've never run as fast. If you would have booked my 40 time, you would have been like, it's sub five. Oh, crap. Like I was just as fast as he was. We were in suits as well. We were in three piece suits, tie. You know, we look like straight douchebags, uh, which we were. And we deserved to be robbed. We had nothing of value on us. Those guys, there was five or six of them. There was a lookout across the street, too. So there, there was a, an operation. They're hitting people up, leaving that, that shitty strip club. So, you know, word to the wise, don't go to strip clubs. In the bubble, out of the bubble, it's just not great. Just don't do it. Yeah. No. Um, what was the name of the motel we would always stay in? Was it Motor City Inn or something like that? No, that was Remember? one of the scariest places ever. Yeah, you thought you heard a murder next door? Uh, I did. I did hear murder. So one night we were at the uh, Trump, one of the Trump properties. And uh, I think it was the Taj Mahal. We're at the Taj Mahal. We would always stay there because it was right across the street. Right across the street. So it was cheap too. And so we, we were there and um, you guys continued to gamble. And you actually went to um, the Borgata. So you, you, you took a cab, drove 20 minutes away, down away. I walked back. I'm in my hotel room and I'm asleep and it's probably three in the morning, four in the morning. I've been asleep for maybe an hour, not very long. You know, those nights you're drinking, you're up, you're not, you know, it's just a weird night. All of a sudden I hear, ah, ah, boom, 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 no, no, boom, 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 boom. And then I jumped up, <laughs> scared to death, locked the, 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 you know, put the little padlock thing in there and just like braced myself you are on deck. Sorry. That's uh, I'm on deck, guys. Uh, I'm I'm in a, a Rasball draft right now, and apparently we're, we're we're getting through the draft pretty quickly, to the point where six picks have gone by. Six picks haven't gone by for an hour or for for a day, but for the last five minutes, I guess six picks went by. So, um, long story short, uh, you guys get back at like 5 a.m. and uh, you guys are safe. No one gets murdered, and then you guys have a crazy story. About hanging out with a few. You were with uh, Molson Olson. Shout out! His birthday is tomorrow. Um, you were with Molson Olson, and yeah, you guys were at a at the Borgata, uh, and weren't paramedics called because the girls you were with were so drunk that they were like uh, 
they were like close to death or something. I think that was the story that I, I was told upon your entering the room uh, at 5.30 in the morning. So All those trips are just one giant blur for me. I just remember hearing this um, almost robbery story a bunch of times, and that was way back in the day. And then... Um, yeah, where was I then? Why wasn't I with you? You were at the Borgata with with Molson Olson. No, you and... almost got robbed. Oh, uh, you oh that one that that's a totally different night. That's a yeah that was um. Long well, I was there on that trip. So you broke where... away. You were with Shannon and um Becca, and we were down at the oh, beach. We were down at the back... beach chilling, and then Ryan Campbell was there. Your brother okay. was there. Becca was there. Shannon was there. I was there. Uh. Strip club guru was there to be named later in case he listens to this. <laughs> um, so a bunch of people were there uh, and we broke away. He was like, hey, man, I'm going to take you somewhere. And then he just took me somewhere. <laughs> a terrible, terrible place. And I wish I would have never gone with him. But he was. That whole <laughs> is a terrible, terrible place. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I haven't been up there. There's just no reason to go there anymore. No. But no. Um, that used to be the funnest thing to do in the whole world. So yeah, uh, I used to. You just get so excited when you just like, like we're about to drive to Lang City, dude. Like it's just gonna be. Oh my gosh, your hope. You got three hours, three and a half hours to get your hopes all up. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then you finally get there. You know, you start to see the lights, and uh, man, you know, it's just that's just. It's just a young man kind of thing. Like we would go, I, I've gone there like late at night. Like we would drive thirty. You're like, let's go, let's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. So. Well, I remember when well, you when you organized the bus trip. Um, I won four hundred bucks on that bus trip. I won a poker tournament. I sh I halved it with some guy. I won at the tables. I won playing blackjack. Molson Olson went up four hundred dollars betting black, and then he lost it all. Uh, that was that was super fun. Uh, so yeah, so many times that you. I mean, I bet you we went there twenty times, maybe in in the you know ten years or something that we could gamble or fifteen years. I don't know how long we went for, but uh, we went a lot, many times. Well, Atlantic City uh, is just one big giant pool of COVID now, so don't ever go there. Um, <laughs> no. So is Florida and Texas. By the way, this is crazy. Nine, nine of the most dangerous spots in the country are in Florida and or Texas right now to be in COVID. So uh, keep thinking that your governors don't matter, folks. Keep thinking that. That's just nuts in the butts. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that has to do with CEH, but. We're getting around to it. Obviously, All Damian evidence. Williams. Damian Williams is afraid of that COVID, and he opted out. Um, yeah. and so that that puts, you know, Clyde Edwards Alaire uh, on the path to RB one status. I haven't done my projections for the Chiefs yet. To be honest with you, that's that's coming up tomorrow, next day. But I'm gonna guess, touchdown wise, he gets at least twelve. You know, I get. I bet he rushes for eight, and why not thirteen? Catches five touchdowns out of the backfield over the court. I mean, think Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was an animal in that offense. You know, he was just ridiculous. Uh, and I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a different, uh, of course, running back, different style. Um, but he has the explosiveness and the, and the the juke and the wiggle 
to catch the ball out of the backfield. That's what he does. You know, I watched some highlights of him today. He catches the ball and he runs as fast as he can until he gets a defender and then he makes a move and the defender normally misses him. And so, I, I, yeah, I do think he's a first round talent. I, I would get him uh, anywhere probably for me if I'm I don't want to give out our whole, you know, all the secrets to Bo and, and, and Sarney over there. But um, in case they're drafting this week, you'll get it on Monday. But I would, I'm going to put him in the first round. I'm pretty sure I will. Um, but I'm not going to tell you where he reminds you of. What'd you say? Who does he remind you of as a as a back? Um, you know, a little bit of of Brian Westbrook. Um, just the shimmy and the shake. You know, kind of getting out in, in open field and being able to to make guys miss. But um, I haven't seen enough uh, film of him and compared him to backs. Um, yeah, man. See, that's the thing for me. Um, you know. Full disclosure, I don't watch a lot of college football, so uh, it's, it's you, you start to hear about players, um, you know, throughout the season, you know, especially if they don't go into the NFL and then they had a, a bomb season and they stay in. But he was somebody that, uh, you know, I just – I didn't know a lot about because I wasn't really all up on LSU this year, even though that probably it was a really fun season to watch that team. Um, so, you know, a lot of it for me is just watching highlights of them, you know, and here's the thing is that I think, I think right now coming into the NFL, there's two positions where, skill positions that players right out of college have a big impact. And I think it's running back and wide receiver. Mm. So yeah, um, it does, it, you know, it, it probably would be good for us to start doing like uh, college fantasy football. Um, yeah. But that's the thing is that there's players in college that you, you know, for whatever reason, don't translate. I mean, I'm watching him and I just, I'm not, I don't know if, so the person that he reminds me of, uh, Brian Westbrook's a good comparison. I think he looks, I mean, he just, I saw him and I'm like, and I'm watching his highlights and I'm like, wow, that's Maurice Jones Drew, you know. He is slight. He is a little, you know, he doesn't look slight when he's, you know, he's, he's 207. So yeah, but, um, I guess Maurice Jones true is probably a little more muscle, but similar, um, similar height. Um, so he's got, he's got that perfect NFL running back body, you know, where it's like short little bowling ball type dudes. You know, um, so the thing is, is that here's why I'm, I'm not, he's not what, what is he in hearts at seven at fifth or six? He's not my six, six or seventh. I would not for me. And I, I hate to go against that guy cause he's just always right. But the, if I think for me, uh, he he's somebody that 
I I don't know. You watch his highlights, and he's he's so powerful. But even though these are guys like that are SEC players, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to just break tackles like that in the NFL. You know, yeah. I mean, um, but you know, uh, he's he does seem like he has great vision and. Uh, the other thing that I also wonder, but this is another reason why he fits really well with Kansas City, but being on LSU, I mean, that that's just like a historic offense. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you had um, two amazing wide receivers. You know, you you have Joe Burrow, who we'll see what he turns out to be in the NFL. But, um, you know, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. Um, so that offense, it sets him up to be able to, you know, get space because there's they're so potent and you know maybe uh you know he's going to be in a kind of similar situation uh with Kansas City um just another super high powered offense so um can I can I I just did impromptu just just some some rough numbers to give you and and tell me if you think these are off or not off right um and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not trying to make you look bad or anything I'm just giving you some numbers um, last year, the, the Chiefs ran about 900, ran 951 plays. So let's just say the Chiefs this year run 1,000 plays, okay? Um, their split was 60-40 run or pass to run, okay? So let's say they keep that this year and they have 600 pass attempts from Mahomes, 400 rush attempts, right? Um, they could have, that's 25 more pass attempts and 25 more rushing attempts than last year. Maybe it doesn't happen. Their pace of play last year was uh, not too bad, top 15. So um, maybe they continue that. Maybe they blow people out and they run more. I don't know, right? But this is what I did. I gave Clyde Edwards-Alaire 65% of the carries. Do you think that's going to be accurate with no one else as a RB1 there? Do you think that's fair or no? Where, where would you gauge his, his carries, do you think? Um... Man, I just have to look at all the stats on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's their depth chart? I mean, it's it's Darwin Thompson, DeAndre Washington. Uh, those are the two guys that are right behind him, and um, and I think then Daryl Williams as well is the fourth. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, sixty-five percent. I can even knock it down. I'll knock it down to sixty percent. You know, which okay. okay, knock it down to sixty, which is fifteen attempts per game. Okay. That makes sense. He gets 15 attempts per game. Um, I also gave him 15% of the targets uh, overall that year, which is going to be about 5.5 targets a game. You know, I could see him getting about 20 touches a game total. You know, that's, that's to me, it seems fair enough. Maybe it's 15 at the start of the season, and by the end he's at 22, 23. I don't know. I think it'll even out around 20 or 19, okay? So he's plugging this into uh, – Kyle Yates, shout out Fancy Pros, shout out Kyle, love that guy. Uh, his projections template that he's loaded up, um, I gave him 
10 rushing TDs. I gave him five receiving TDs. I can even knock him down to three receiving TDs. Um, and I'll give him eight rushing TDs. So I took away f uh, several of his TDs. Took away four of his TDs, right? Um, he still scores in this projection 325 points. Uh, and I haven't finished all the RBs yet, but he's RB2 right now or RB3. There'll be more RBs that jump ahead because I haven't done them all yet. But um, 325 points, that's good. That's real good, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, first I, round good, you know. So that's that, what I'm saying. I'd have to look at yeah. I'd have uh, to look at the stats because yeah. 325 is yeah, that's probably yeah second or third best running back in the league. So right, and, and um, I could take him down percentages as well. He's still going to have a high number given the the offense. Like I think you said that the LSU offense is historic. I agree. And I think the Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs offense, uh, it's not historic, but it, it is a high-scoring, you know, you saw in the Super Bowl, they were 10 minutes left in the game. They were losing. They scored 30 points in 10 minutes. And then in the, and against, you know, both playoff teams, they did that in, in the earlier rounds as well. Against Houston, they scored like 24, 28 points in like five minutes. Like, they are explosive. I think he makes them even more explosive. So I think it's kind of one of those things where the rich get richer. And he's going to be thrust in there. Maybe he'll be rusty at first. He'll fumble, whatever. But long term, I do think he will be uh, an excellent, excellent player for them. And so I think he's a first-round talent. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, so right now, are you going to draft him over – you're going to draft him over Joe Mixon? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's easy. I don't – I don't. Mixon to me, you know, um, here's the thing. It, it, they, they weren't – they didn't pass the ball very effectively. Joe Mixon is a better running back. What do you say? He's a better running back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about fantasy is that's so tricky is that best running back doesn't always score the most points. And so, oh, you true. know. Yeah, I think the, the the thing you're looking for really, what, what the conversation has been kind of dominated by recently, has been you want targets, touches, red zone opportunities, you know, um, goal line carries. So if they put someone else in goal line, if, De if DeAndre Washington becomes the goal line back, that, that hurts, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's value. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not Andy Reid, but I, I think he's going to be a top 10 running back by the end of the year. I do think that. Um, and you know, Ian Hart did not have even Derrick Henry above him, so I found the tweet. And uh, Ian Hart, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Ian Hart, he 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 did not include him. And so here's the thing that's cool is a bunch of people jumped in on Twitter and 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 kind of went at him. Um, you know, Adam Rank from the NFL uh, Network, uh, who's got the blue check mark, he said I'd take Clyde over Dalvin, otherwise simpatico. So. He Adam Rank okay. has has him fifth, you know. I'll, I'll here, here's here's what I'll say. Uh, based on all of that, you, I'm gonna draft Christian McCaffrey. I'm gonna draft Saquon Barkley. I'm gonna draft Derrick Henry. I'm gonna draft Zeke Elliott. I'm gonna draft Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna draft Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I'm gonna draft Joe Mixon. Um. And then I'll draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I, I think that's 
for sure, you know, I mean, the safe way to go with all of those guys. I mean, yeah. Um, I think, I think Joe Mixon's going to have a really good season too. So, um, so then you, you know, your next tier is like Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, um, Josh Jacobs. Eckler is a, I put Eckler ahead of most. Eckler. I forgot Eckler. I would probably yeah. draft Miles Sanders. Yeah, I, 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 you know, he's right around in that range for me where he's, I just, I don't know if he makes it into the first round for me. And, and it, but if we're in a 12-man league. Of course. Um, I don't know if he makes it into the first round for me, but it is, it, it is really intriguing. I mean, like what you just said, I mean, if he's. Getting 65%. I mean, Darwin Thompson is, you know, that's the other back, really, that they're going to be, you know, doing, like, jet sweeps and stuff like that with. I mean. Tosses and stuff. Yeah, when they're just running, you know, on first down, they're going to use CEH for sure. And, you know, it's just one of those kind of things where, um I don't, I, you know, I'm sure he'll get around, you know, depending on how you score, but uh, if you score like normal people, um, he's going to be around at least 250, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think they're called typical people now, but, but can, yeah, yeah, you know. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> don't want to get clapped back by... The PC police, you know, the stormtroopers online, they'll come get you if you don't, you know, get it right, bro. So, you know. Best don't watch your step these days. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, no. So, I appreciate Nope. No worries. No worries. No. Normal, pe- normal people is wrong, right? Now now it's typical because there is no norm. If you're norming someone, you're, you're leaving someone out. If you're leaving someone out... And somebody probably has to have a therapist, and that means that you know, da, 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 da. so typical, 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 typical is in less realm of standard deviation. It, it's less personal; it's more numerical, right? It's it is yeah. more like, oh, your bouncy ball bounced really far away from the rest of us bouncy balls. <laughs> yeah, random. Yeah, you're you're under just underneath the bell curve. That's how you have to start describing. Yeah, that's typical. Tip, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the truth about, you know, hopefully um, I'm not in that part of the bell curve that goes like really down far towards either side. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm in at least where there's there's a lot less space than there is more space above me. That's kind of I you're underneath the bell curve. If you're, you know, you, you're living nice right in the middle of the umbrella. If you play in a league where they do PPR, I mean, what are you? doing dude so i think that's what i'm saying i think he'll get 250 yeah um and okay so let's do this let's do a little mock you know thousand dollar bet i bet you he's closer to 300 than he is to 250 so that's my thought i give you 24 you know and a half points or whatever 
you know, 24.99 points on that one. Wow. You know, okay. So. Closer to 300. Unless he gets hurt. It doesn't. If a player gets hurt, uh, you know, they, they break their leg or they're out for three weeks. We're betting, we're betting, that stuff. Yeah, we're betting over under on 275. You're you're going to bet over. over 275. I'll take the under. You got the under. For 1,000. PPR right. only. Only. PPR only. In our league. That's yeah. how we'll do it. Yeah, in our league. And, and how about this? Um, if you play standard, I'm glad you're here. God bless you. Um, I li- God bless you. I like points. You know, like. God bless you. Yeah. You like, are. Yeah, I love. I'm thankful. I love. I just like more points. Untypical. Untypical. Yeah. Thank you for, for being here. Um, and yes. if you if you play in a standard league and you have a chance to talk to your commission about upgrading to PPR, maybe don't go full PPR. Maybe go half. You know, because that honestly, the truth is we should probably go the, the, the true measure giving a whole. I, I hate this. You know, you hate this, too. You get a reception. It is behind the line of scrimmage. It is for minus, you know, three yards you get 0.7 points. You know what I mean? Give me, like, that. Give me that point. I know, I know. But in give reality, that. I like rewarding. Like, it's the same thing with four point per touchdown leagues. They didn't give the quarterback four points when he scored the touchdown. They gave him six. So you should get six, too. You know, it's just, it's just how it works for me. But I just like to, I like to, I like to just enjoy every little stat Bonus. on in a, yeah, in a fantasy game, dude. Yeah. You know, I, sweat, um, I, sweat, I mean, dude, nimble with numbers. He sweats stats like hard. You know, they get him hard too. So, yeah. So you're you're high. I'm I'm just still always. I, I'm 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 still just putting my mind around the guy. That's where I'm at with him. I mean. Uh, <clears throat> you just wonder, is he, is he, I mean, if you're on the Chiefs, I just, I just remember, that's the other thing is like, you, you broke down the stats, but I remember being over at Charlestown with you and we needed, we had a, you know, we had like a parlay and we needed Damian Williams to get like 44 yards or something like that. Yeah. And and we lost the parlay because he had like 42. I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, Kansas City is, I mean, it, I just wonder if he just comes in and just, it's just interesting to me that they drafted him so high too. So, I mean, he was the only running back drafted in the first round in the NFL. You know, did you know that? I, I did. And there was like yeah. seven receivers drafted too. So it wasn't like skill position wasn't addressed. Um, you know, but they're all. In the it makes sense. You just you don't draft. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like I thought. I thought when I was looking it up, I thought Jonathan Taylor went in the first round. You know. I would have thought there was – it's just odd that he's the highest drafted running back. Um, yeah. So, you know, the Chiefs were willing to spend that capital on him. I, I as a, And that's why he is – he's very tantalizing because the Chiefs are just, you know – 
Tyreek Hill thinks they're going to win seven Super Bowls. And I think that. I think win another one or two at least with Patrick Mahomes. So, um, I, I'm not. Are you going to tell the cheetah that he's not going to win seven Super Bowls? I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Did you see the cheetah race Terrell Owens? No. Did they race? Yeah. Who won? The cheetah. It was awesome, dude. Um, they did a hundred yard dash, and Terrell Owens lined up at the ten, and then they had some probably like high school kid, maybe he was at like the twenty or maybe even farther. I forget. But you know, on your market set go, Tyreek Hill's at the zero, and Terrell Owens is at the ten. Terrell Owens won. No, oh, really? Wow. By how much? Um, I mean, if they'd have kept going, he would have caught. He was catching him, but like, it was shocking to me because he didn't start catching him until the end. Um, it looked, and you would think with his forty time, he just would have. Terrell Owens, I mean, they they just looked like it was like, like. Like they were pacing very, I mean, you could see he was just slightly making up ground, and then by he probably lost by five yards. It was, so, it was. So why it was, isn't Terrell Owens catching touchdowns right now? I mean, it sure looked like he could based on that. And then of course he was all like shirtless, and he just, oh my goodness, shirtless. Yeah. Okay, now we're gonna. He Don't. looks the exact same as he's always looked. I mean, he just. I mean, I would. I, he he looks like an HGH commercial. Is what he looks like. Oh, good, good. I mean, we need more HGH commercials. I wish there was. I wish there was a little spot down the street we could just, you know, roll over and get some HGH. But I I would go hard for that HGH across the street. You know. Yeah. Like, it's like, like a. You know, like in your coffee or something like that, you know. Just a splooge. Yeah, just a splooge. So, um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I think, I think CEH is, is uh, you know, he's going to do what he does and, and we'll see. I, I'm going to circle back to him. So I, I don't I'm not putting him in my first round, but we'll see. Put a pin in it. We'll come back to it. Put a pin. We'll put a pin in it. We'll come on back. Um, so the other thing we had on our docket tonight was a little Alex Smith talk, uh, just to give, just to give the people out there some, some good, hope. Good news. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's a lot of negative stuff running around this world right now, and that it's a real life like Rocky story. Oh yeah. Where on with him you know well the the um fan side has a, an article up from uh kansas city and just says that the title says it's chief's chatter uh written by kelly thompson it just says alex smith's comeback should inspire us all and so i don't want to get into the whole article but he's exactly right i mean what he's gone through he almost died uh to now being possibly uh, possibly on, a, on an nfl roster that's 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 a big mountain to climb so Big kudos to Alex Smith, who apparently is one of the best guys ever as a person, too. 
So, um, yeah, remarkable story. I saw an article that said they pulled a piece of dirty sock out from inside his leg. Was it so his own sock was impaled into his bone marrow or into his into part of his tissue deep inside him? And they so did, when they didn't get it the first time, is that what happened? He got sacked by J.J. Watt and D.J. Reader, and one of them, I guess, knocked some sock into his body. Reminds me yeah. of the Seinfeld episode when they dropped a Thin Mint into somebody's body. What happened in that one? Uh, they were watching a surgery, and somebody bumped Kramer, and a Thin Mint fell out. And it goes all up in slow-mo. Yeah, yeah, and then it falls, falls right down into the patient. Uh, and then the doc sews him up, and he makes it full recovery. <laughs> or she, whoever. Yeah, yeah well. So, do they, so let me ask you a question about that. Did they, did they find that originally when they went to do the surgery, or was it post-infection after it didn't heal? Did they then find it? Uh, I didn't even read the article. I just saw that and said, I'm going to mention that tonight. <laughs> hey, you're as prepared as EB is sometimes, so congratulations. <laughs> he, the, the, I, I just put it on my little docket. It's yeah. a SI article, and the title of the article is, they pull, in quotes, they pulled a piece of dirty sock for, out from inside his leg. So, I would assume that... That, you know, was part of why he had, uh, you know, that horrible infection. But I did not know that it was sock-related. That's crazy. That's crazy yeah. talk. You know? Yeah. I would say something uh, like... Holy fucking shit, man. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. It is crazy talk, dude. Uh, the article here, I think it does talk about... Maybe that was to be expected considering football players wear long athletic socks over their lower leg and it was a compound wound. Um, but still. So. He had the sock kicked into him or driven into him, basically. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Somebody tapped yeah, him. Yeah, I too that, that – uh, he he had, didn't he have the same? He had the exact same injury as Joe Theismann. Wasn't it on the exact same day too? Yeah, it was. It was. I think stuff by just another monster like Lawrence Taylor and then J.J. Watt. You know. I feel like that's the day like Dan Snyder was born, and like the day like I don't know like. Somehow, it's a... Definitely the day Dan Snyder was born, because he's older than me, and I remember that. I remember it was a Monday night football game, and I, I, I'm, I, I, I don't know if I watched it, and I had to... They made me go out of the room. Yeah. Or I heard about it the next day. Um, but I just remember, like, I wasn't allowed to see it as a little kid. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't see... I didn't see that injury... Until I was old enough to, you know, until YouTube came along and and uh, I looked it up and you can see it from the two different angles. Oh. Like you can see it. They sh they 
when you see it from one side, it just looks like, you know, he takes a, it's the same thing that you see with Alex Smith too. Like it just looks awkward, you know? Yeah. But then you see it from the, Lawrence Taylor, after he did it to Joe Theismann, just started screaming. Like, he's just like, oh my God, that's his leg, his leg is coming out. Like in the highlight that you can see where it's bad, like you can see it come out. Yeah. Um, can't see that on Alex Smith because they didn't have the camera on it, but and the socks like, I think he had on it were more in inside his body protecting him from being seen. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So and speaking of crazy, great segue for for our lead into three tweets. Um, three tweets. Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna do. I um, and this is how I think we should do it from now on. Um, I think we should do DMs. So I am in my DMs on. Uh, Twitter, I sent you um, my tweet, and then uh, so you can play it on Periscope, screen share it from my um, Twitter account itself, and then um, or from Rex Chapman's is who I'm going to share, and then I can do it at the same time on YouTube. So I learned how to do it. I fixed it on YouTube, and I had to share on YouTube now. So yay me! Um, so you can go first or second. I don't care. Send me your tweet in DMs, and then I'll pull it up on mine, um, and then I'll have it on mine, so I can share yours and my screen share, either way. Okay. And we'll see, uh, we'll see who wins. So. Um, All right. I will. Uh, I'll put this up on my screen too. So here you go. Here's. You pull up yours or mine. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on my screen as well. So. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you would do. When it's your turn, you show yours. When it's your my turn, you show mine. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna do both too. So I'm pulling yours up on my screen. So right now I'm on your account. Um, okay, hold on. I made a mistake. I book. I went to a bookmark, and now I'm. I'm a, I just see my face, and I don't think that's what you intend. So. You can see my screen. I'll share it. I'm better at this now. Good. You share your screen. Okay. So did you send me that in DMs? Um, I did. Okay. So I think what happens is... Okay, here we go. Good. I got it. Okay. I, I'm going to go to the site real quick. Got it. Do you see it on uh, on Skype? Uh, I'm not looking on Skype right now. I'm actually looking through. I have it pulled up. Um, okay. This is Post Malone on Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to do you, your screen share on your platform. I'm going to do it on my platform, and then you can talk over it. So I'm doing my screen share right now on YouTube, and you, you're live. Go for it. Okay, this is uh, Post Malone. Post Malone was on Joe Rogan, and it's a good, you know, you can take any picture of Post Malone and make this joke. It says, can't remember who said this, but it fits like a glove. Post Malone is what I expect the genie to look like if you rub a can of Four loco. That's spot on. That is perfect. 
I absolutely love it, my friend. Let me just say that. That's a that's a great three tweet. He looks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a can of four loco an empty can of four loco let's just be more specific it's not full you drink that bitch at the end you, you don't get to meet the genie unless you drink it right exactly sure. uh, yeah let's not pretend it's one of those action you know items you gotta do some you gotta do some shit there that's hilarious alright let me see if I can navigate away from your Twitter page for a minute and uh, stop sharing my screen. Back to me on, on, on YouTube. Okay. Now I have to pull up my own tweet, which I, I do believe I have next to uh, you. Yes. Okay. So you have my tweet. It's from my guy Rex Chapman. Let me know when you're good, and I'll, I'll run through the tweet. Because you're going to play it on, on, your, um, on your platform because it's a video. It's going to show sound, and people are going to be laughing. How so, am I going to do this? So – do you, do you have um, the video of me? You, you see the video that I shared, right? Go to my, um, like, click it on so you're in my platform, like in my. Um, oh, on Scott? On Twitter. Yeah, on Scott Simpson on Twitter. Okay. Like my actual page on the internet. So you pull it up and then you scroll down. It's it's the, like, fifth or sixth uh, tweet. Um, and then we'll play it from the same what time. You put it in the DMs. It's in the D. It's it's before your DM. Yeah, I sent it before you sent your your mind. Yeah. Okay. So just get that on your screen full, and tell me when it's full, and then we can we can um. We can do that because uh. Mine. Oh. Oh no. That's being weird. Wait for him to pull up first. So, so and then, move it all the way back to the beginning and we'll start with the same thing. Well, sorry. <laughs> Alright, hold on. Tell me, when you're, tell me when you're good. Make it big on your screen. And then Ready? Three, so make it all the way back to the beginning. Three, two, one, yep. go. Wait for him to pull up first. <laughs> and then run out. appreciate that um really funny <laughs> that guy what a funny guy messing around and going laying in his yard whenever a golf ball goes in his yard <laughs> yeah that so. gets to from me thank you thank what you. a good what a good what a good uh what a good play by that guy that's awesome <laughs> i know yeah um my favorite part was how he uh, he he just kind of you know he, he notices the ball and then he like oh here you go like they're friends <laughs> like how he's like holding his head and he's like oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah here you go buddy 
That's so funny. <laughs> Rex Chapman is the best. If you don't follow Rex Chapman oh, yeah. on Twitter. That's where I got it from, Rex Chapman. Yeah, Rex Chapman. It's yeah, not me. That's I, not man. He does. He has he has he has like heartwarming stuff on there too. Yeah. You know? Um he loves dogs. Mm-hmm. He's always like dogs, brah. You know? Like they're always doing something like really cute. But he'll do he just he he's definitely one of the best people to follow on Twitter for sure. Yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say for me, uh, both are good. I I think the joke though, that 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 he is in a four loco can is probably the most perfect thing, uh, that you can think of. So for me, I I cast my vote, uh, for your I I love Post Malone. You had me at Post Malone was on Joe Rogan. That was a cocktail for like delight. And then I've been listening to it too. It's pretty great. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I need to listen to it. I love both those guys. So okay, I don't, I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna have a, a winner, so I didn't come up with uh, that great of a second one. But here we go. This is the second one. Um, yeah, let me. Uh, I'll let me check, check my DMs. I will send it to you right now. It is not. Uh, it's not funny uh, in that regard, but I think it's hilarious. And uh, it's post post Malone. It's it is related to. It's a follow up on more post Malone. So here we go. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I'll do my my screen share here. Let's get our guy up here. Yeah. I just... Post Malone to launch Beer Pong League. Files trademark for World World Pong League. Post Malone is starting his own Beer Pong League. That's great. Yeah, yeah, what a great... That's so (laughs) awesome. I mean, that guy is just... He's killing it. Yeah, he's killing. I mean, this guy is just, dude. You know, he's just doing all the things, man. Just all the things. He started I want in. I want in. <laughs> Can I sit on the Council of Elders? I've drank enough of that stuff. Come on. I I just, man. Remember when we were so obsessed with it, dude? We wanted to make a TV show. Oh, we had the whole thing laid out. He would he if we had Post Malone back then as our our face, we could be millionaires by now. Like we wouldn't have to do this. Millionaires podcast. We would be millionaires. I just, uh, I, I, I really want to see how good these people are going to be in that league too. You know, like, are there going to be, you know, guys that just every time, dude, just swish, 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 like they just can hit, you know, ten in a row, um, and then. You know, is this going to, yeah, is this, I mean, they're going to play straight beer pong. Like, what are they going to, I wonder if they'll, like, have high alcohol beer in there or something like that so it messes with their motor skills, you know, if they get them. Budged up. If you win, you're struggle, Belson. Yeah. But. Did I I tell you, I, I don't know all the beer pong rules. We had a bunch of different rules. We had a rule that if you shot a ball into a cup that already had a ball in it you won the game flat out won the game right 
and I was downstairs in your basement like the last time I played. No, no, you get your, you get your, is that, you didn't win the game off that, right? I, if you I, had shot the same cup and the same ball. Yeah, that was game. It was like lights out. If if because and we would, I'm I'm pretty sure we would always do it because what would happen is people would then pick up that cup, and I would always be like try to hit it and they'd be like oh oh you son of a oh, oh okay oh, you okay. double dog you and so one time we were playing down your basement last time I, last game beer pong i ever played was with chris and someone else and, and uh somebody shot it and it went bloink right in and then chris like before the ball even went in did a little skip throw and uh, I tried to, to swipe it it went like matrix under my hand and in the cup i it was just like, you know, if it was on the, one of those beer league, you know, beer pong leagues, you'd be like, oh, my God. Ah! Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. So uh, I'm all in, Post Malone. You had me at beer pong. Yeah, we used to have some pretty epic matches, dude. I, it's been, I, I think it's been mm, over eight years since yeah. I've played beer pong. Dude, so it's been quite a while. Dude, but... I, I, I mean, I'm not ashamed. I'm proud. I made my own beer pong table. I painted it. I put it outside the back of my house. I got a keg. I invited all my boys over, and then we just wrecked beer pong on a plywood beer pong table, uh, you know, all afternoon. And then we went and, and watched UFC, and uh, you know, did our. Thing. I got a regulation one, so apparently there's already, you know, some uh, sort of yeah. panel out there, you know, some some legislative body that already exists. Yeah. They got I news. got one. I got. I went and bought like a real. You had like a PBL. It was like the Pro Beer Pong League or something. It was. It was real. It was legit. All I know is is that Post Malone is just. He just. He just keeps. Just keeps doing everything correctly. Like I mean, it's just. It just the world is his oyster, man. Now he's starting his own beer pong league. So. Yeah. Well. He, he, he is impressive, uh, much like the, the fancy millionaires will be and are How now. How many air horns are we giving this episode tonight? How many San Antonio homes? A lot along San Antonio homes. Yeah, big one. This episode. One. Just, just one? <laughs> oh. All right, listen, we do need to get in a word from our sponsor real quick. So, you know, we got to pay the bills. Okay. The new My Sex Pillow app. Yes, that's right, guys. All the pleasure you've had from a My Sex Pillow or a My Travel Sex Pillow right in the palm of your hand. From warm apple pie to angry ex-girlfriend, let the My Sex Pillow app tuck you in each night and fuck you. All right. Well, I just want to say one more thing. You don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off. You knock it off. And one more thing. Great hanging tonight. Great hanging tonight, Scott. Good to see you Another getting Mike. Books. Yeah. Yeah. I love your green folders, by the way. You like this? They're beautiful. That's where I keep all my stats. Yeah. Stats, stacks and cash. These where you got to yeah. keep your stats for your, your cash. I've got some space over there for CEH, so got to build that folder. Put them in. Adjust your ranks, bros. Yeah. All right. All right, peeps. Peace out. See you soon.